Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike'd in Bed. I'm Josh. And I'm Jasmine. And 525,000 annoying minutes of neighborly encounters. But we, we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to lie, that it took me a while to catch on what you were doing there. Yeah. And I was like, what song is that? What is he doing? This is a renting spectacular pun very much intended. Yeah, but before that, how was your week? My week was pretty excellent because work went well. I thought you were going to say because I was present. Well, but it's okay. that always is the case. That's implied. <laughs> and the kids had a pretty good week overall, I thought. Yep, yeah. The youngest is starting to make strides here and there with movement so i have to so i'm sorry i just ate a protein bar oh boy and like if you eat pro which what brand is this what did i just eat i'm sorry you guys are about to hear that perfect bar is it really perfect so no it was good so but you i don't know if you ever had it but if you've ever had the bar it's like i think the base is peanut butter and i drank a lot of water before we started recording but i still feel like it's in my (laughs) like it's like coating my mouth this is what we'll hear in a minute no, but yeah. like I might have to get water, so I'm just basically I'm apologizing in advance. Well, you because I know some people like me don't like this hearing is... other people eat or drink. So. This is an honest podcast, but also very hot <laughs> in here. Oh yeah, our fan is off to Again, accommodate for the sound. Renting, and so but... we're renting. But you should take a drink of water and be I, I will. For I'll the take a listeners. drink. Of, I'll take a drink of water when I need it. I just wanted okay. to like warn. Just don't anyone listening. Oh, because I've done that. Because that's hard to edit. Well, no, you've done it before, but you've done it with like a (laughs) finger, not with a giant water bottle. I'm sorry. Because we should say that the water bottle itself is very large. It's what, an elo? Is that how you say it? Elo? Elo? I'd say elo. Elo. Because it looks like hello, but without the H. Yeah, it's an elo. Water bottle is one of the bigger ones. So it's like, and it's insulated, so it's huge and loud. By the way, this is not in any way a sponsored episode. (laughs) Oh, we're just kind of mentioning brands. But... <laughs> no, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So anyways, I was eating a protein bar. My mouth still feels a little like proteiny. Yes, <laughs> proteiny. Makes... If you eat protein bars, you know what I mean. And so I might need water at some point. But continue. You said you had an excellent week. Excellent Kids week. Kids were good. <laughs> Kids were good. You were great as always. Almost always. You know, we all have our days. We all have our moments. What are you trying to say? I mean, I'm saying that I'm not always. You cannot sit here with a straight Anywho, face. Anywho, so my week always. was good too. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Thank you. <laughs> I almost hit the mic. Your well, you face. hit the cord, so I'm gonna have to edit that. So anyway, oh, wait, can you hear the uh, cord? Yes, you when can I hear the it? cord very much. <laughs> anyway, so you can tell this is not something. <laughs> yes. So how was how was your week? <laughs> it was fun. It was good. The kids were were good. I'm trying to think of what I even did this week. Things happened. It was a decent things week. Things happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's always a good week when things happen, so... Oh, our youngest turned 11 months, which is really yes. sad, because I'm, like, by our definition, once you're one, you're a toddler, at least in yes. our household. in this house. So it's like, oh, we won't have a baby in the house very soon. We'll have two toddlers. Yep. So... Yep. Yeah. So it's weird. Like, this is, like, her last full month of, like, being what they call an infant. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> and you know, we we may we may become homeowners before she remembers any of this. But 
you never know. In the meantime, in the meantime, we rent, and we have always rented since even before we were together and being together to the present. We have rented in one, two, three, four different places, by my count. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I had to like think back to what. Yes, there was some overlap. You were probably thinking there could be a number five potentially. But no, there's just... Yeah. But there's four. Yeah. Um, different experiences with each one. Yes. Um, but I would say there was one commonality with all of them. Can you name that commonality? Oh, are you about to rant? So might, everywhere we've rented... This is the rent rant. Everywhere we... Just calm down. Let me explain. <laughs> everywhere we rented, there was always one neighbor. One neighbor. Always one. One out of two. That for some reason... Did not want to mind their own damn business. Yep. <laughs> and so make their self present and known to us when we didn't ask. So, yes. So if you know us, like I, at least for me anyways, I'm one of those people like, yeah, I live in the neighborhood, but I don't need to be friends with you. No. <laughs> we can just be nice to each be other, cordial. be cordial. You know, I respect you, you respect me, we go and do our things. Like, I don't need to, like, be besties and go have brunch with you. Like, that's just not, unless you are one of my besties and you happen to live next door to me. But if you don't, why, why, why we gotta be, like, we don't need to be that close. No. We just live next to each other. Can we just chill? but that's how i think you are as well like yeah if a a friendship does come from a neighbor like we do happen to build a friendship with a neighbor that's really going to be like random and not intentional because we don't tend to seek that Mm -hmm. um but we are nice neighbors and we appreciate fellow nice neighbors and we say hi and all like we're very cordial but there is always one there's always one (laughs) there's always one and i usually know from the day we move in who would (laughs) <laughs> and you know what's interesting they've gotten progressively worse they have it's like why it's like first they're just like well i can't let them know right away i'm an awful person so i'm just gonna wait and then by the, <laughs> every by... year they're here i'll get worse and worse yeah <laughs> and not that they're an awful person it's just that they are very invasive yes like and, i don't understand so. yeah i don't have to, i don't understand how our business is your business it's not it's not it's not and i'm not one to share I am proudly introverted, and I don't have an issue with telling people that. I guess I'm more in the middle. Like, I can be outgoing um, if I want to, but it drains me. So I consider myself to be an introvert, like a solid introvert. Yeah. And so, like, if I don't have anything to say to you, I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) Growing up as a pastor's son, I am a big believer in boundaries, because there often were not enough of them when I was growing up. Yeah. And like, my mom is very outgoing. She's yes. 100% an extrovert. Like, she could be the picture next to the word. Like, yeah. <laughs> she is an extrovert. Like, she gets her energy from people. She thrives on communicating and talking. She doesn't care if you're a stranger. You're about to hear her story about how she went to the grocery store and found something on the wrong shelf. Yep. <laughs> Like, that's just who she is. And so growing up, you can imagine what it was like with neighbors because they were just all up in our business because she was all up in there. Yep. And I just, I'm not like that. But one thing, like you said, we've had in common is just that one neighbor. That yeah. one neighbor. It's like, mind your own business. Did I yes. ask you to come over here and <laughs> sniff our trash? She didn't sniff our trash. I just want to make that clear. She didn't sniff our trash. I will say... You know, 
being an interracial couple in rural Pennsylvania, as most of you know that we are, um, it is nice that, you know, for the most part, the negativity that we've gotten uh, tends to be confined to mostly microaggressions, I feel. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No but, one's out. Like, I haven't had anyone, like... But when you live next to someone... <laughs> yeah, is, there's some microaggressions yeah. happening it's often. Not, yeah. And there's just also some weird stuff that they say to our, our, our oldest that yeah. rubs me the wrong way. Creeps us out. But, like... You know, I feel like you can't control your neighbors, though, right? So even, like, we have, we're friendly with pretty much, our, even with them. Like, we're cordial with them, too. They just, they just, they in, they in our business. Yeah. <laughs> and then we don't know how to get them out because we don't tell them anything, but they find information somehow. Yes. <laughs> um. So all this to say our journey as tenants <laughs> has been one where I feel like for the most part, we've been able to make the different spaces our own. Yeah. Which has been good. Um, we felt, I feel like for the most part, pretty quaint and safe yeah. in, in every situation. Um, but again, it's just the, the, the nosy neighbor situation. That Which just I will admit, if you are in a neighborhood where my mom is, my mom is that neighbor. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. She's she a sweet is. person, but, but oh, she's she that, gonna be up in your business. She is <laughs> peer out of her window <laughs> and then call me and tell me everything so now i'm in your business yep. so. <laughs> and you don't want that that's extra baggage yeah it's just extra yeah. an extra load to carry so but like you said unfortunately you can't choose your neighbors when you're renting right you know you even when you own like you don't yeah, know who the neighbor is going to be like next door but i guess like when you own if it's a standalone like single family home you can probably have a bit more privacy to mind your own yeah. Whereas, like, if you live in an apartment or a townhome or a row home, depending on where you live, like, that can be, that can be hard when you're that close to your neighbor. <laughs> yes. But it's interesting. We very much, I feel, are on the same page with wanting to own a home. Yeah. And I feel like we have different reasons for that. And I feel like it was interesting because we watched this show starting like a couple weeks ago was it how to get rich yeah how to get rich well, what's and, his last name i know his uh, first name what's his first R- R- ravik it's remit remit i'm sorry hell? i don't know why i think there's a k there all the time <laughs> remit so remit is like super chill finance dude like yeah. likes to get into the details of where people are spending their money mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it Basically, well, he's helping. So people seek him out to help them figure out their financial issues. Yes. Yeah. And it's what's interesting about it is it's people of various uh, socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah. So you've got millionaires. You've got people who make a couple hundred K a year. And you got people who get by, you know. Yeah, I think someone makes like 20. 20, yep. Or maybe it was 35. Either way, it was like compared to like the person before him. (laughs) It was quite low. Yeah. Um, But normal. That's more normal to have someone make 35k a year yeah Yeah. but the the strategies that are put in place can kind of be used across the board Uh, so i guess it was interesting watching that show and he was very much one of the first people i've ever seen who talks about money be very pro rental yeah uh which was fascinating and it made me kind of think like okay well why do we want to buy a home like do we fit the criteria of you know this being the best move for us and i came away with 
still thinking yes, you know, for yeah. a number of reasons. But. In all fairness, like, he's pro-rental unless, like, you know where you want to settle and yes. where you want to be. Like, if you have kids, you know there's a particular school district yep. and you there's a particular community in a particular downtown or just places you like to go. Like, he was talking about how that made more sense to want to buy a home because yes. that's where you plan to be. Like, that's yep. where you plan to set roots. But if, like, you're someone who, you know, wants to travel and committing to a home, even though you might move in two years, might not be the best. Like, that's what he's saying. Like, if you have some time to save, just rent and save. Why buy a home and get yourself into a situation that maybe you weren't ready for? Yeah. And I agreed with that. Like, because we rent right now and we'll probably continue to rent until we're ready to make that leap. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he was a big believer, too, of having the 20%. Yes. And in the current market and whatever mm-hmm. the market's going to be like in the future i feel like you do need to have that or you pretty much yeah. just get yeah you much get tossed in the trash exactly <laughs> like, yeah i think realistically you need that number and, and that's yeah. been our biggest challenge of course because you know we don't uh have access to that kind of capital you know offhand it's it's not so much the mortgage payments it's the the down payment yeah and, I think and it's closing that costs like and it's all costs, of the upfront yeah. costs that you don't think about that you need to have when you buy a home yeah um and i think that's what he was kind of getting to like if you're not ready to commit to basically giving up all of those funds yeah. or if you don't even have it to give up then you're not ready to buy a home yes yeah. exactly exactly so yeah but i think the other reason why like i feel like i still want to you know buy a home with you is just because i I do think we are those people like we have an area in mind yes we like the school district we like you know the community the people like what's available it's very convenient in terms of like things to do as a family things to do as a couple like Mm -hmm. um we're very very pretty much sold on that area yes it's just now a matter of like when yeah (laughs) so we're just saving and waiting till that happens but a deeper reason was because i grew up where like i my mom never owned a home to my knowledge like we always lived in rentals Mm -hmm. um so nothing really ever truly felt like ours yeah um yeah which is hard when you're young because like you want it to feel like yours and you want it to make you know you want to make your space comfortable and i guess you could still do that in a rental because we do it every day Mm -hmm. but i feel like like, it just never felt like it was ours because it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, no. We didn't have all the freedoms that I think you would normally have if it was your own home. And so that's part of it. Like, my mom never owned a home and I want to be able to own a home, but in a place that matters. <laughs> and that's yeah. good for, you know, our family and stuff. Um, but well, you're the opposite where you, your mom does own her home. She, she does. But I will say that for much of my childhood... I lived in parsonages and, you know, oh, yeah, being in the right. United Methodist Church, uh, the first home I lived in was literally attached to the church. And every home that I lived in until... Talk about in your business. Yeah. <laughs> there were no boundaries. There was a door <laughs> from our living room to the sanctuary of the church. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm trying True to visualize story. what that would look like. So it was a double door to, to, to try to so add you would the layer of privacy. So you literally it. turn uh, one door, it opens up, and then there's another door. You open that up, and boom, you're like 10 feet from the pulpit from our living room. It was it was nuts. That's interesting. Yeah, the house was... At least you guys didn't have to pay rent. The, the house slash church <laughs> was 
uh, around since the late 1800s. Yeah, I mean, that's awfully interesting. Like so, I said, the bright side is you all didn't have to pay rent. That makes it... That's true. And it, and that was a huge yeah. bonus. But, um, but yeah, when my dad passed away, my mom had to quickly purchase a home. And unfortunately, it wasn't the best investment. Um, so I've, I've learned a lot from that experience. I think maybe to be a bit more clear, it wasn't the... the what, didn't we go into a recession? Yeah, like soon so it after wasn't, it wasn't really her fault. I, I should yeah. say that. Um she purchased it in 2007 yeah and immediately its value went down about 100k yeah and i think that's like that's been like our concern wanting to buy a home yeah is like we want to buy at the wrong time because clearly there's something wrong with our economy yeah. <laughs> and we're just kind of like waiting it out but we still also need to save so it works in our favor yeah but i thought it was important to mention that your mom just it was unfortunate yeah. timing. totally not her fault it was unfortunate yeah. timing she had no choice she had to buy something quickly and had no idea that the housing market would collapse on itself um but <laughs> not laughing that that happened because that really messed with a lot like a yeah, lot of people a lot of people were went like, from middle class so straight up poor very yeah, quickly yeah. so i'm not laughing at that it's just the economy in the u.s yeah, it's like it's, come on why yeah, it's it's crazy um but yeah, I mean, I just think it would be nice to own a home because it is an investment in, in some way, shape, or form. I mean, yes, could we take a hit on it at some point because of the economy? Yeah, sure. But it's not like we're trying to flip it. You know, we're, we, we genuinely want to yeah. build memories there. And... and as a black person, again, like I said, my mom didn't own any property. Generational wealth. Yeah. It's always in the back of my mind. Like, yep. how can I make sure, like, my kids or our kids will be okay? Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, you're middle class white individual. There's a generational wealth somewhere. I think throughout my life, I've always met at least one white person who didn't have to pay for college because their grandma left or their mm -hmm. grandpa left some money or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and or like they own like three houses. Like, there, I always knew someone like that. And I was just like, how nice it must be to like, have planned like that but mm -hmm. i also know that there's a lot of barriers that were kind of put in place on purpose even for certain ethnic yeah. groups and races so that we couldn't have that mm -hmm. um i feel like that's still happening today but i'm not gonna get into that yeah um so trying to make sure that we create generational wealth for our family um it's just important to me because it didn't happen like for my mom, my mom wasn't able to do it. Is basically what I'm trying to say. So mm -hmm. I feel like I'm given now a chance to try to do it for for my family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think. I mean, first of all, I echo that because yeah. I want that as well uh, for our kids. Um, but I mean, it's also circling back to our issues with our neighbors <laughs> yeah. not having that would be so nice well i just feel like i don't know i don't know renting is always interesting so so let <laughs> So so clearly we hate our neighbors. Um, we don't hate. We don't. We don't hate so our neighbors. So let's uh, be clear. We have neighbors that we adore, we and do. most people that we encounter, we like. It's just yeah. like a particular group. Yep. Who live together. Yep. 
that we don't care for because they keep trying to find their way into our business and we just don't like that yeah if we don't invite you don't try to invite yourself yes, like that's exactly. how i like don't but, i don't like let's, that. <laughs> let's for those who aren't renting <laughs> uh there are good things or for those renting. who are renting or who want to really you know yeah. for one i don't have to ever mow this lawn nope. um <laughs> me neither <laughs> right like if the refrigerator breaks down, guess what? I don't have to replace or it. Or the oven like that actually did the other yeah, week. Yeah, like our oven stopped working. And so all did we, we had to do... Did we have to shell out three grand for a new one? We sure nope. did not. Call the property manager. <laughs> they fixed it right quick. Didn't have to deal with shady estimates or business right. practices. Or going from Lowe's to Best Buy yep. to Home Depot or whatever. Precisely. So... No new unit was needed. Oh. Basically... Whenever there's an issue, not having to like automatically panic that you have to deduct thousands of dollars from your bank account. Yes. Um, is one of, if not the best part of renting. Yeah. Like not having that responsibility is almost worth renting, I think, in some In some ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think too, it can be a decent way to save money. I mean, depending on where you live, you have some... If you're crafty about it, yeah. You can really save some money. Yeah. Um, you know, our rent's not uber high, but it's also not it's super It's below cheap. our means, which but has below been helpful. Yeah. Um, but I know for some people, because the rental, I feel like the market is just, even for rentals, are crazy. Like, the rent has skyrocketed. Yeah. And so that might not be the same now. We got very lucky because we got in right before that happened, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can definitely save if you're staying at a place that, you know, isn't eating into your bank account. Or like yeah. if you have a roommate or something, um, it can help you save. Yeah. Yeah. I exactly. think what else is great about renting? Um, I mean, there are. <laughs> you're like, that's it. <laughs> the... There are some amenities. I'm not an amenities guy. I'll so be honest. I do like amenities. One of the places we stayed, I chose. So the very first place we lived together, you weren't you weren't living in the city in the town that we currently live in. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had to go out and look at apartments and pick for us, and you were just trusting. Yeah. Me. I knew you did. So, it, um, a huge part of that was like the amenities. Like for one, I needed a fitness center. Mm-hmm. It had to have something, just anything. I don't care if it was like a treadmill. Mm-hmm. it just needed something so like that was a big deal to me um some kind of playground some kind of like area to walk like a trail of some sort yeah um, trails are nice so i looked for stuff like that and i looked for stuff like that when we moved to an, into our current rental um so amenities do mean a lot to me and I, that is a, a good component about like a best one of the best parts about renting because you could have things that you would have to maybe pay extra for mm-hmm. elsewhere not saying that you couldn't i guess like if you buy some of those communities have things like that. I think that's part of like an HOA fee or something. But yes, yeah. you can sometimes find that when you buy. But by the way, I saw uh, defund the HOA swag on Instagram and thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. I don't have enough background knowledge about HOAs and how they work to say anything. So <laughs> I keep my mouth shut. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you don't care about amenities. I do. I don't care. Like some people love the pools and stuff. Yeah, that's I don't not a big deal. Swim but with your kids, no, it's weird. 
<laughs> it sounded weird, but like there's always like ten kids. Well, because that they're gonna be the ones at the pool. It's like summer. Pools yeah. open usually what Memorial Day what or something. What use do I have for a pool like that? There's no reason to. I be mean, okay, pool. it's not Get relaxing. But if you have kids and over the summer, anyways, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm just saying a pool can be a good yeah. amenity for some. But that's true. So other amenities. So you say you don't care, but I'm pretty sure a washer and dryer counts as an amenity. That is that's it a counts. shitty amenity. I'm pretty sure it counts. Because when you go on like these websites and stuff, even though we're like where we currently live, I'm pretty sure it's listed as an amenity. Because they don't have to provide it. They're choosing to. I'm not above going to a laundromat. <laughs> Most I, people aren't. Like I, I, I used, used to go to laundromat in, in college, all yeah. through college. Yeah, I, I grew up using laundry mats with my mom. Like, I'm not either. But it is an amenity, so you got to be careful with that. That's crazy. Yeah. Some people, I know some places even count, like, if they got new flooring, like, the vinyl plank flooring. Like, that's apparently an amenity. That is such BS. <laughs> that's not an amenity. It's like, it's a here, feature. we're not giving you a carpet. We're giving you these vinyl plank flooring. It's way better. Mm-hmm. And it's important. But yeah, um, I've seen wash and dryer lists um, li- on the amenity list, which I thought was very interesting. That's but I guess crazy. it's because they don't technically have to provide them. I don't but. even know if there's like anything else, though. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, but like, that, those are those big are amenities and, and not having money, to... Not having to shell out. Yeah, not cash. having to do the maintenance other than yeah. like your typical, like make sure your house is clean and all that stuff. But like... When something goes wrong, like, you don't have to be responsible. That is a big deal. That is a big deal. That is the one thing that scares me about homeowning. It's like, if something happens, like, we're responsible. Like, we could be fine and then the next day be out 10 grand. Yeah. And, like, that freaks me out. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, it makes me very anxious. But I still want to do it. But it does bother me a ton, like... Just having to be like, crap, what do we do if that happens? Like, what if this happens? Like, yeah. Like, in one of our rentals, didn't the hot water heater burst or something? Yeah. And like, we had to call our landlord and we were just like, yo. Yep. <laughs> they were the best, by the way. They, they were. That, so that was well. back in Pittsburgh. But, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't want to know how much that cost them to re- replace it and do it. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, little things like that, it happens all the time. Like, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Like a washer and dryer, like that's expensive. Well, maybe unless you can find like a decent one used. But if you can't, like that's like expensive. And if they break down, if your stove breaks, if your range breaks down, your refrigerator, your dishwasher decides it wants to flood the house and now you got to pay for new flooring and get someone in there to fix the plumbing. And oh, I'm freaking myself out. So this is why. <laughs> so. <laughs> Look how you're not uh, freaked out. You're like, it's all good. It's, it's all going to work out. <laughs> Um, what other than the nosy neighbors is the worst thing about renting? I mean, you can't do certain things to your home. Like, if you don't like the white walls, guess what? Too bad. Yeah. Too sad. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah. I remember when we moved out of the parsonage and my mom bought the house, uh, the first thing that my sister did was paint her ceiling teal and orange. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It was an interesting color combo, but she had a lot of affirmations, positive sayings. Um, she was probably was excited. Like, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. I missed that as a kid, like, being able to, like, paint the room or just, yeah. Like, that, she was probably excited. She could she finally was. control how her room looked, and yep. that's a big deal. Yep. But 
yeah, I would say maybe not having as much freedom to fully decorate the way you would want to or have your home the way you would want to. I do know there's like some rental hacks on how to make things look a little bit better or high end without messing up the property. Yeah. Um, but I, I, for me anyways, that's probably one of like the cons of renting um, is that you do kind of have to hope you either find a place where like everything is exactly what you want or just kind of compromise and deal with it and do what you can to change the way it looks without messing up their their property but exactly i don't know what else um other negatives uh honestly i feel like it's like you but like you have that same issue with buying but i think it's like neighbors if you're an apartment or a row home or a townhome or a condo like i said like it's hard to not have people in your business when they're right there (laughs) i mean that's Um, just the rental life yeah you know, in those cases, I guess I can close my eyes and pretend I'm living in New York City <laughs> instead of York. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I guess kind of to to segue into, like, if people are curious about, like, renting or owning a home, I, I feel like, and I'm going to mention the show again. The How to Get Rich show. It's on Netflix. It's Did on you Netflix. say it was on Netflix? No, it's on Netflix. Oh, cool. um, it's our third branded mention. Is that does that really count? Like, I yeah, feel like counts. Netflix doesn't need Netflix people doesn't to need like us. name drop it. They don't. <laughs> I don't think they need us. anyone to name drop them. But, um, but anyway, uh, do you remember? So there's one woman who is very much in her head about what other people are gonna think all the younger ones she's like our age well a little bit younger like a year or two younger yeah and she like the biggest blocker for her to like sell her condo and rent is what other people are gonna think about her renting well i think that was the second one i think the biggest one was she felt like she failed if she sold it right right but that almost implies that like renting is a failure because the purchase of the condo was seen as such a success like she was proud of that purchase yeah i don't know if she looked at renting as a failure i think she looked at herself as a failure that she couldn't make buying work that's like that's why she was having such a hard time it was like a personal and internal conflict basically what i'm getting at is (laughs) like fuck keeping up with the joneses yeah it doesn't i mean i think do you any good i feel like sometimes that's easier said than done though in today's society especially on social media i mean it's hard for some people to kind of not want to also do that or go get the next thing or the next launch and target like people like people want to be included in things and want to feel included but do you think that is a viable way to heal what is probably a mental health concern or mental well-being concern no i mean and i don't even know what the person has or if anyone doing it necessarily has a mental issue it could just be like that's what they're seeing and so that's what they're thinking they need to do right because it's an insecurity and to some degree i would think yeah but that might be created more because of social media like i feel like more people feel insecure because they only see all the positives all on you know the different platforms and you know 
it can get to you, especially if you're younger, if you see all these people doing these things and you're not doing them. Yeah. Um, so that that's, I mean, I guess it could be related to mental well-being, but I, I feel like part of it, too, is just when it's thrown in your face so much. Yeah. You kind of feel like you have to do that. It's when, like you're being socialized to feel a certain way about how exactly. you should be living. And, and that's, you know, that's a lot of what society kind of programs us to do. But I think social media consumption can lead to depression. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If and you're seeing people acting at. like their lives were peachy and great every yeah. single day. Yeah. Definitely. If people aren't being honest about what life really is. But I mean, again, some people might think, well, why would I share that on social media? So I don't know. Yeah. I'm the last person to, to talk about social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. It could be related to that. I think when it comes to renting versus owning, I think we're, we're still kind of in that debate. Like, we know we want to own. Yeah. But I think for the time being, we'll have to rent. And I think you just have to do what's best for you. Like, if you're trying mm-hmm. to save for a house, rent. Or if you're fortunate to have someone who can take you in so that you don't have to rent, do yeah, that. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it would be, but most people are in our situation and they don't have that. But if you do, definitely take advantage you know of that. that. You'll save a lot faster and you'll one, be where you need to be. One or two years of that, you're looking at an extra fifteen to twenty grand that likely will cement your down payment for a house. Yeah. So like you know just consider your options and if you're looking to buy just make sure you're buying at the right time make sure you have a good agent because some of these agents don't care they're just trying to make a buck so just be careful with who you're choosing to work with and all of that and just make sure you're paying attention to what's going on in the market you don't want to be like josh's mom basically (laughs) so just be careful no be as careful as you can be um and yeah do what's best for you I, i think that's a good way of putting it yeah. Um, have a pretty awesome toddler quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> so, um, our oldest, my son, looks at his father as we're playing with his toy dinosaurs. Me looks at you. What? Looks at me. Looks at me. I dropped my phone. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and. Bear in mind that I'm in no way hungry. Like, (laughs) no, not even a little bit. And he pauses, and he holds his dino up, and he points a finger at my stomach. And he says in the most confident voice a two-year-old can have, Dada, you have a rumbly in your tumbly. (laughs) So I just thought about something. Is it because he thinks that area looks like poo? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> so All that's of my the, shirts fit. Just so to... in the Winnie the Pooh movie, the one from the 70s or the 1970s. Yeah, that's his favorite one. Yeah, it's the best one. Uh, yeah. Pooh said he was a rumbly in his <laughs> I think he... <laughs> I looked like Winnie the Pooh that day. I think I was wearing my orange shirt, which... <laughs> Or no, was I wearing that today? I don't even remember. That's <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. I just made that connection. That is awful. I'm sorry. How are you feeling? I feel okay, you know. <laughs> probably need to talk, go on a on some sort of uh, juice cleanse or something. I don't know. That is the worst. Don't do that. Don't do that? Okay. No. Well. Because you'll gain that right back. <laughs> Good. 
You have a rumbly in your tumbly. <laughs> yes. So that is our episode. Uh, you got a preview. Next week is, is mental health. Is that right? Sure. Yes, that is right. Uh, next week's our mental health episode. So I've mentioned that a little bit. Uh, be sure to follow us on the gram at Miked in Bed and linkedin and uh did you want to say why next week is it yes yeah, so <laughs> mental mental health episode next week uh you know we've both obviously had mental health issues at one point or another but this month is mental health awareness month yeah. the month of may which happens to be my favorite month by the way yep so best weather <laughs> and yeah that's our show everybody have a good week. Take care.